Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Welcome to this week's podcast. I am so excited to be joined by Lisa, who got married about six months ago this year. I have been trying to get her on the podcast for quite some time, but life busy, both of us. But I think that she's going to share a lot with you today that many of you will get a lot from because she has some wonderful stories and she certainly had her own challenges in the planning as well. So welcome to the podcast, Lisa. Thanks, Yvette. It's good to uh, finally have our time aligned for this. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited to have you here and talk to you. Um, we just were like briefly chatting before we started recording. And whenever I like we spoke about your wedding, your grin is just massive. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. It's um, There's been a lot happened since the wedding too and it's just awesome to think go back and think about it because I don't think we've had much time to actually dwell on the wedding. So every time I think about it, I'm like, oh yeah, how good was that day? <laughs> oh, I love that. And I love that yeah. you feel like that still, it's the best day ever, isn't it? Like it, it's yeah, true. It, it's so much fun. And like everyone would say to me, oh, it goes so quickly. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but like I've got provisions in place, but it just, it does go so quick. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you do. I know. Yeah. I know. No matter what you try and do, it's, it speeds yeah. by. Tell us where you got married and how many attended and just like those little details. Yeah. So where we got married is probably was my number one question up until about three months before the wedding. Originally, we were going to get married at our place. We have 40 acres. We had just planned on having a renovation. Well, actually, sorry, it started that we were going to get married in 2020, but then COVID happened. And then we happened to purchase land in between like when we started planning our wedding and when we had to cancel the wedding. So then the second chance was us thinking, oh, why don't we have it at our place? But then with COVID happening... And our renovation turned into a knockdown rebuild. (laughs) So then it became a very long process. And our builder told us that it would be still ready in time. But as it approached sooner and sooner, it looked like we weren't going to have it ready in time. And even if it was ready, mum and dad were still sort of encouraging us to have it elsewhere because there's still a lot of landscaping and all the sort of everything else that mm. comes with building a house still. Yes. But then secondly, just to take the pressure pressure off us ourselves so that we weren't mm. super busy trying to get the house ready as well as like doing everything else for the wedding. So, yeah. yeah. So we you couldn't end up, really like plan anything though when you also don't know the venue. No, you couldn't <gasps> send out like invites and you tell the caterer that it was like maybe this direction but also maybe this direction which was you know like a good 20k's difference so <laughs> yeah they were all very good about it and like we'd sent save the dates out so everyone knew to keep the date and everyone knew it would be in the Orvurudonga area but yeah so they knew everyone could get accommodation but it was sort of a little bit up in the air still <laughs> <laughs> I love that yeah. And Me then, personally would be freaking out, but I love that. Oh, yeah. You're like, I was so casual about it. Yeah. I was 
slowly losing sleep over it, but yeah, it was okay. So then mum and dad were saying, oh, why don't you just have it at our place? But I guess the biggest factor for me is that I wanted them to be able to relax and enjoy the day. And I thought if it's at their place, they're not the type of people to really chill out, even if there is catering and you know, bar people and all that sort of thing. Yeah. But they end up convincing me to have it there. And it was honestly perfect. Mm-hmm. Mum and dad have a lot of care for landscaping wise. Like they just keep the place looking immaculate. They had paddocks and it was green and uh, it was just, it actually worked out to be the perfect wedding venue. And I think, for me, being able to agree and decide on a place was like a big, a big thing that made everything else blow on from there. So as much as I did question it and um and ah about it, as soon yeah. as I made that decision, everything else just flowed on, which was oh, really good. That's good. So how many months out was it when you decided on their place? Three months about? Three months. Yeah. Three months. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. how many people did you need to tell when you decided? Um, about a hundred. About a hundred, guess. Yeah. Plus plus caterers and photographers and videographers yeah, and all the other. else. Yeah. So you'd pretty much like booked everything in any way. Yeah, um, totally. Just, yeah, that's good. So yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about like I looked at your wedding photos and it looked amazing. Like honestly, it didn't look like it was at someone's parents' house. Like it really looked stunning. It looked like a wedding venue like <laughs> Totally. And it's beautiful. <laughs> when I first saw it, I was like, oh, I'm really not sure how I'm going to be able to pull it off. And then mm-hmm. we actually had the photographer. He was more than happy to come out and be like, oh, I reckon this could work. Because I grew up there. I sort of, it was hard to visualize it as a wedding venue. Yes. So it was just nice for him to come out and be like, no, this totally works. Why don't you have the, like, you could have the wedding down in the paddock under that big gum tree and, you know, you could have this all set up here. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, it was just nice to get a second opinion from someone who hadn't lived there their whole life. (laughs) Yeah, you're an outsider. On the day when you saw it and it it was like ready to go, were you just blown away? Oh yeah, like when I when it was coming together in the lead up in those last few days when we were putting out like um, backdrops and setting up fairy lights and all that sort of stuff, it was like yes, this totally is the best spot to have the wedding. Like no regrets. Oh, that is so good. And now you're in your house. Yeah, finally, very delayed, but finally, yeah, you're still glad. Yeah, that wasn't totally. ready. That was meant to happen then, wasn't it? Yeah, it's still like I could not have the wedding here now. If I was to get married next month, I would be yeah freaking out big time. Mm, and that's six months gone on. So awesome decision. You always got to end up going with your gut, hey? It's such a big thing, I think. Totally. Yeah, definitely trust your gut and also the people that are really common sense too. Yeah. Like your mom or your dad or whoever that person might be. It might be your best friend or whoever. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Very true. Yeah. So you did pretty much everything yourself. Did you find it hard to do it all yourself or did you just love it? Oh, I'm totally one of those people that just bites off more than they can chew. And <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. I think because at the time we were like project managing the build. So we were every day on the phone liaising with trades. We were ordering supplies and stuff like that for the house. So it was just like an add-on thing to just go, I've just got to call the caterer. I've just got to do this. And it was good in like dealing with everyone. But in terms of, I also did my own signage, my own invites, my own decorations. So that was probably where I 
challenge myself, which is actually really funny because that's what I do for work. But because I was just so busy and so stressed out, I didn't have the time to sit there and creatively like I had so much going on in my mind visually that I was like, oh, this is what I want it to look like, but I couldn't quite get there myself. So that's where I sort of leaned on a couple of design friends and was like, hey, this is what I want. This is where I'm stuck. Like, can you help me? And they just did like one or 2% like touch up sort of things. And I was like, oh yes, that's what I wanted. I just couldn't get there. So it was just a little bit of like creative block that way, I guess. Yes. Um, And you're probably extra harder on ourselves, right? When you're like, this is what I do for work, but I'm doing it now for my wedding. Like, so I think that makes sometimes can make it even harder. A hundred percent. It's it's just not good enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's like designing your own logo. It's like the hardest thing to do. It's yeah. The same theory is that. Yeah. I can imagine that. What, What about on the day, like in the setup, because you don't want to be obviously like for those who are listening, there's many that are listening that do do weddings at friends on friends' farms or a family member's house or sometimes their own or they pick a venue that's just a blank canvas and they have to do everything. In mm-hmm. the lead up, you know, everyone's like, oh, you've got to make sure you're rested and you're not stressed and you're not too busy like in that last week. Yeah. How did you cope with that? Did you lean on others? you know, to kind of help with that week and, you know, do all the last minute things on the day even? Yeah, definitely. So my brothers both live away. One's in Canada and one's in North Queensland and they were flying back the week before the wedding. And I was like, we were living at mum and dad's at the same time too. And I'm like, oh my God, we haven't all lived in the same country, let alone the same household for a whole week before the most stressful like time. But it worked out so good. It was so nice to have their help. They were um, setting up like wine barrels and backdrops and bar stools and um, they were just flat out. They even helped the marquee people because it was peak wedding season. They were like, oh, we've got three, possibly four marquees to set up pending time. Well, my brothers pitched in and helped fill up the weights and set up the marquee and all that kind of thing, which meant they could actually fit in another marquee installation that day too. So everyone was so, so grateful to have all these hands on deck um, to help. And yeah, my dad and my brother were out there till like probably 12 or one o'clock for a two 30 wedding, setting up things still. So I was like, Oh, I'm just so grateful because it meant on the Saturday morning that I could just sit down and relax and get my hair and, yeah. makeup all done and yeah so it was really nice in that way mm, it was a bit of a family bonding time too like for your parents yeah. to have everyone together and oh you timed it well because COVID was like lingering at the time too and borders kept opening and closing and I know and even getting <laughs> your brother from Canada like it all ended up working out and it always does on the day I reckon like it always whatever's meant to happen always ends up working out yeah, totally. I think we used all our bad lucks on um, delaying the wedding because the day literally could not have ran any perfectly. Aww. The weather was perfect. Even the next day, the grass started curing off, like going brown and dying. Like it was so lush. The weather was perfect. Like honestly, everything just ran so well on the day. Oh my gosh. I love hearing that. That is so yeah. nice. What's your most favorite moment of the day? Mine would definitely be walking down the aisle and seeing Jake's reaction 
we both knew leaving up to that moment though that we would be in tears. It was just a matter of how much. <laughs> um, and so we drove, us bridal party drove down into the paddock and the boys were all standing there at the front of the aisle and Jake actually had to turn around because he was getting really emotional with all the guests coming and sitting down and watching and everything. So he turned around and faced like the other way to the rest of the crowd. And when it came to me walking down the aisle, he turned around and um, yeah, he just lost it. And it was, yeah, it was honestly my favorite moment. And I'm so glad I got the videographer to capture the day because it's honestly my favorite moment to watch. Mm, I just love that. I can picture it and I'm just like feeling all the feels right now. Like I've got goosebumps because that is just such a beautiful time and moment. And I know before the podcast, we were talking about that you've got to get me a snippet of that moment. I cannot wait to share. So if you're you're listening, um, make sure you come over onto Instagram at Manage My Wedding and um, and the week that I release this podcast, I'll make sure I'm going to share that because I love those moments. I think they're just full of emotion and they're raw and then they're unfiltered and oh it's just such a special moment yeah I, definitely I gave How a wedding, wedding tip on email this week which was exactly that like you know make sure someone's recording that moment because the photographers quite often and it's great the videographer got that moment too because quite often everyone is facing the bride yeah. And yep, everyone forgets totally. to turn around and look at the, the partner at the end. <laughs> yeah, definitely. My only tip for that, though, is to just be, if you're in the crowd, be mindful about where the videographer and no. um, photographer are too because, like, just don't stand up and get in their way. Just no. keep an eye on where they're placed too. As a photographer myself, I, yeah, that's yeah. a big thing for me. I'm just like, yeah. That's a great tip. Keep and an eye out. Like totally if you want to take it from your chair and you're not like obstructing their view, go for it. Yeah, that's why I think I always say go a completely unplugged wedding, tell all the guests no phones out and then just pick that one friend that you know won't get in the way and that can take a photo of like or a little like sneaky picture totally. of the partner, but pick yep. the right person for exactly yep. that reason that you just said. Like, <laughs> It was funny. My mum was like, no, nah, stop it. This is an unplugged wedding, but it's my place, so I'm going to take a photo. And <laughs> she did. It was so funny, but did I'm glad she, she did. Yeah. <laughs> what did she take photos, it on? I think it was, I think she did get like another angle of me and dad walking down the aisle. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really, it was actually quite a good shot because your photographer is only one person and he can only get every angle. Yeah. So, so true. So true. Yeah. I remember, like, and I'm sure you'll remember this moment, like coming down in the car and like the adrenaline and like the nerves and everything that builds up inside of you. It's like this is is a really hard feeling to explain, but I remember I was in the car on the way to my ceremony and many would have listened to my story, but like I had nearly previously married somebody else and I'd called my wedding off like six weeks before my wedding day. And that was a really full on experience and challenging time in my life. And then when I was actually going to marry James, the person that I'm now with and, you know, always was meant to marry, it was like a big build-up because it was like, you know, I'd already experienced planning a wedding that didn't happen and now I'm like really, really 
getting married to someone I'm like completely in love with. And yeah. I just remember when the car pulled up at the venue to the ceremony, I just like started bawling my eyes out. Like, and my friends started panicking. Like they thought I was, <laughs> I thought I was crying because I didn't want to be there. I was like, you know, I was like, just, I was so happy. I just yeah. lost the plot. Like, it's just, yeah. Just, as oh, soon as I saw Jake, I started crying too. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I thought that was just happy tears. And yeah. yeah, it was just so wonderful. I was just like, I just had to tell myself when I was driving down there, breathe, breathe. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a good thing to remember to breathe. It's so important, hey? Yeah. Definitely marrying the right person though, right? When you've got those feelings <laughs> totally. and thoughts like <laughs> yeah. you found your match. <laughs> yeah, and I was doing so well. I was dry eyes until he turned around and then I lost it too. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Yeah. yeah, I remember doing deep breaths, walking down the aisle and like trying not to cry the whole way down the aisle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Tell me, because your day, you you know, you say you wouldn't have changed a thing and you just loved everything about it and I love that. I'm so happy for you. If you did do it again, though, and have your time again, was is there absolutely anything you would have changed or nothing? Even the guest uh, list? After, yeah. Like anything? Uh, so I think because we had a couple of years to analyse our guest list, it's sort of, was okay. I probably would have preferred a few more cousins there, but it just opens a can of worms with my cousins. There's so many of them, so it's hard. Yeah. It's sort of a Wendy stop type thing. I did ask Jake a couple of times after the, sorry, a couple of weeks after the wedding. I said, it just, the day just goes so quick. Mm. I said, Do, would you get photos done in the morning if you had to, if you had your time again? And we sort of both came to the conclusion that that moment when I was walking down the aisle and we saw each other, it was just the best. Like, I don't think you'd, I, we personally wouldn't trade it in and get the photos done in the morning to spend more time with the guests because that moment was just perfect. And yeah, yeah I think it's hard to sometimes like, it's hard to trade that moment in for a little more time. It's, yeah. it's a big question to ask, but I guess you got to figure out what suits you. Yeah, um, yeah, totally. And what you think is right for the two of you and your personalities, hey? Yeah, apart from that, there really isn't. And again, we came to the conclusion that we wouldn't change it. So yeah, yeah. there's nothing really I would have changed. That's so good. I'm so I'm so happy for you to hear that. I know, yeah. I know the first look is kind of like the craze at the moment, like it's a really big thing. And I, I feel in two minds about it too. Like, I'm not sure how I feel about it. I think yeah. it's perfect if you're somebody that absolutely is terrified of the day, you know that you cry a lot, or you're just a very nervous person and you want to get that moment alone because of that. I think then, I think that's perfect. But if you're like somebody's listening and you're like, well, I just thought I might do it because like you said, just get the photos done earlier for time wise, then yeah. no, I'm I'm like you, I think save it because it's so special in that moment. Totally. Having, even having all your fo- bridal party photos after you get married, like everyone's on a high. There's a yeah. different level of smile, of emotion, of everything after the ceremony. Like, totally. Yeah. And I think everyone can sort of relax a little bit once the ceremony's done too. Yes. So. Yeah. Whereas I think there's that still that lingering, like, oh, you still got the ceremony to go. So, yeah. yeah. I agree. I agree with you, definitely. No, you made the right choice. Definitely. So I, I could talk with you forever. 
because <laughs> I I love talking to past wives, especially ones that are still like on a high. Like you got married nearly six months ago, right? Like it's yeah, and you're still so happy when you talk about it. It's, it's beautiful. But yeah, there's many like in that planning phase right now that are listening and. Many of them are, are, some of them are feeling organized and calm and others are feeling probably overwhelmed and stressed. And, you know, for anyone who's planning, what is your number one wedding tip for those? So mine, this is totally not a paid partnership and endorsement, anything, but honestly, the biggest thing that helped me was listening to your podcast. They, I would just sit at work with my headphones in and designing away and I would listen and be like, oh, cool. It just allowed me to go and go, I need to tick this off today or I haven't thought about one, whether I wanted to have photos before the wedding or after the ceremony. Like just it gave you ideas and it also sort of gave you a sense of reasoning and it got a little bit more motivation happening. So that was probably my number one tip. And I know I um, sent a few DMs your way and was Mm. like, oh, with stuff that I wasn't able to do. And you helped me like, oh, I refer to this episode. And I was like, yes, perfect. So yeah, you were my biggest help in terms of that. And Mm. you covered just about everything and anything on the podcast. So yeah, there was always an episode to refer to, which was just awesome. Oh, thank you so much. It's just too nice. I don't know what to say. I'm like, (laughs) I'm blushing. Thank you. I'm truly, truly grateful. And I I love, I just love helping people. I do. And I just want everyone like to have the best day. And I just want everyone to be relaxed and calm and enjoy it. Like it is one day and so many people get so stressed in that lead up and sometimes they just don't know where to go or who to turn to. And I'm so glad that I could help you. So thank you. Thank you for always listening to my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime. I think the other thing with that is I had a bride this week. I was designing wedding invites and she was stressing that she didn't have her invites out the weddings in February yeah and I said like don't stress too much she'd already sent save the dates and I said you know it doesn't you don't have to stick to the schedule completely like you sort of it's not worth the stress sort of just do it on your own terms you guess know that they've got a book accommodation and they know where the wedding is and they just need the finer details so Yeah, yeah totally yeah, just you don't be, stress yourself out. Use a checklist as a guide, but, you know, if you're not at the three-month mark and done X, Y, and Z, then don't stress out, but try and get it done when you can. Yeah, that's a great piece of advice. Hey, just take it in your stride. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yep. I always think too, you know, the longer you leave sending out the invites, sometimes it can save you a bit of money because some people might not be able to come. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we had about six or eight pull out in the last week with, COVID and ah, just yes. general flu and that sort of thing anyway. So yep. yeah, stuff happens. You just got to flow with it a bit. It does. It does. I yeah. agree. That's lovely advice. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Lisa. It's so nice to talk to you and I'm so glad you had a beautiful wedding and I can't wait to share your photos as well. I cannot <laughs> wait. I can't wait. Thank you. Yeah, no, thanks for all your help and um, yeah, thanks for having me on the podcast. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you. No worries. Oh, I hope everyone enjoyed that podcast episode as much as I did. Wasn't Lisa just the most relaxed and happiest bride? If you're listening to the episode and you're thinking, oh my gosh, 
I'm so stressed out right now and you're six months out and you have a venue, you're doing very, very well because <laughs> Lisa didn't even have a venue decided until three months out and she still managed to get everything done and enjoy the day. And I tell you what, I, I did speak to her on and off in the lead up and she would ask advice and she just would listen and take it on. And she just stayed in a zone and calm. And yeah, she was just an absolute joy to talk to and get to know. Please, if you don't follow me on Instagram, come to at Manage My Wedding and say hello and tell me when you're getting married because I would absolutely love to chat with you. I love getting to know brides on there. And if you enjoyed this episode, please pop over and leave it a five-star review. I would be so grateful. And until next time, enjoy being engaged and staying stress-free and organized while planning the wedding of your dreams. 